0: So I started mowing my yard like two weeks ago, and I had to take the – so the the full mower one drained, and I didn't have the yard done because it was like stopping. It
1: was like mm-hmm.
0: – and I had to like dump it out in my yard and, you know, in my yep. uh, driveway. Then I had to use the weed eater – battery while I was charging the mower battery. <laughs> so that's why it's hard for me to mow my yard because it's <laughs> it's just water filled grass and then the way our uh, porch awning is it dumps it all into a big puddle in like one that's spot. Right. And so there's no way... It collects it there for you.
2: Yeah. It's to increase your chance of tadpoles. That's right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and ringworm and everything else is gross. So essentially, because of the terrible weather, I've had like four bad things happen. I've had not not be able to mow my yard. For some reason, my electrical stuff in my car always goofs up when it rains. I always get a migraine. And me and Jessica and a little pup can't do anything fun. So it's... Welcome been, to spring. Yeah. They, woo-hoo! <laughs> woohoo! It should be summer about now, but yeah. Um, so um yeah, that's what's been going on with me. Pretty dumb, but nice. otherwise pretty cool.
2: Cool stuff. You guys ready to get going? Let's do it. Yeah, buddy. I'm Zach. I'm Colin. And I'm Bob. And, and welcome, welcome to, to the House Plants Podcast. We are talking about Music and music. And the music of Jesus, and the, and the dancing of Jesus. Apparently, we'll get into that. He soon. danced. Oh, he danced. <laughs> he danced to the moon. He danced. He danced on the, the
0: sun, <laughs> <laughs> or did he? We'll see. Uh, we'll, we'll find out about that. Um, so we're going to be talking. We're, we're going to continue. This will be kind of like I guess you wouldn't call it like our third week of this sort of like media series. We're going over. Um, this is more of a follow up to the last episode about uh, songs that uh, may or may not be. Uh, biblically messaged or might have God yeah. messaged in them. Yeah, funny it's, it's secular
3: songs with yeah. with Christian themes. And this one, we're talking more about secular songs that are more used, uh, that, that that are often brought commonly into the church. used
2: songs in church. Yeah, that that aren't necessarily aren't Christ- Christian yeah. in nature. We're flip flopping it today. We'll decide yeah. on a title later. Yeah, we will. Post- <laughs> but yeah, so um, you, you, I thought you, it, I thought it was funny because a lot of these were. Almost talked about on the last episode, right? We're like, no, let's save them for a sol- an yeah. episode of songs that you do hear in church. Yeah, right. Because yeah. the the problem, the so we'll, we'll get into it. But you guys have the groundwork for it. Yeah. We're gonna do some worship, and
3: by now comes. you don't even know what the title is.
2: So. Yeah, that's right. So but, you uh, are, you know, you're one step ahead of us at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we're
0: gonna do. Uh, A song that we had kind of introduced in our first few episodes of the podcast, but we never actually did as a song for an episode. We did it on a live stream. Oh, okay. So we did the very first live stream as episode four. And we I guess I I wrote it then and we just did it as like song five of the live stream. And so uh, this is us doing it as like an official like one of the episodes because you have that list of songs, and I looked for it, and I couldn't find it. It's
2: actually not on there. Wow. No, and that's the point, is that it's
0: on
3: the live stream. So, Which is pretty awesome. I look forward to seeing this one on on new release Tuesdays.
2: Oh, that's that's right. We need a, (laughs) Colin, we need a fresh batch of um, completed song tracks. Okay, that sounds good. For that.
0: So, so, um, okay, yeah, so this is We Won't Sway. We're going to have Zach do guitar this time. Last time it was me, and uh, uh, we've got, like, kind of a cool mix that we're going to. Involved now this time. So it'll be lots of fun. Cool. All right. You ready? I'm ready.
1: and I By evil, we won't be dragged away. As wind blows, we'll hold it fast and we won't sway. Zach, man.
0: Well done. James 1, right? James 1, 1 through 18. Um, Let me read you a little something from James 1, just because I feel like James 1 is always pertinent. Correct me if I'm wrong, but James 1 applies to, like, pretty much every Christian's walk. So here we go. James, a servant of God and the Lord Jesus, to the 12 tribes scattered among the nations, greetings. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, when you face trials of many kinds, like a coronavirus. Because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Perseverance. (laughs) I always say perseverance. Let perseverance. Perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault. And it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt. Because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. The person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do.
2: And how appropriate is it that we are being <laughs> tested right now? I mean, seriously. <laughs> So uh, it definitely feels like a trial period, absolutely for many of us. I, I would mean, imagine. James is just—it's uh, hard-hitting and truth
0: and,
3: and beautiful as it can be. I, lo- I love James. I think chapter two is my favorite, but chapter okay. one is, is is a very close second.
0: Yeah, two is great as well. I mean, I love the whole book of James. It's like my favorite book of the Bible. So I prayed last time. I be- No, wait, did I?
2: Yes, I, I don't remember out of the two last episodes I who think prayed that, when. I think that I did because I feel I... like it was Bob and then you, so it might be my turn. Okay, Zach, would you please pray for us? Sounds good. Father, we just thank you so much that um, you are in our midst, that you are with us, that you go before us, and that you promise that you will hold fast to us, even in the midst of trials. God, you are with us. And so I just ask right now that we would be able to, uh, to turn to you and just, uh, recognize your presence that we would hold fast to you and not be swayed by, um, any winds that might blow in any direction, Lord, but allow us just to turn and just to (laughs) stay facing you. I said, this podcast would be, um, Something for us that would just help us just keep oriented in that direction. God, we just want to give you all the glory. It's in your son Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. 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 All right, we need to just do that every time now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, we have to. <laughs> we need to do a song, then, and then go back outro out. Parts. Yeah, and let somebody really talk smooth. about it. What? Yeah, we need to let somebody talk about it. Whoever does their song, if it's like your after name, the song, and then before. whoever talks, the other person yeah. does music. I think we should do that. <laughs> leading into a prayer, and then we just play over the prayer. I think was, we need to. That
2: felt very natural. It felt like, felt like we were church. just kind of leading worship there. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. Okay, that's awesome.
0: Well, it's great that we continued with the music because music is a big part of what we're going to be talking about today. Mm-hmm, um, that's right. We have, like I said, we we kind of did the movies. Mm-hmm. And then we did music, and now we're kind of doing a music part two, which kind of pertains to the subject we had been discussing. And that uh, and and I want to preface what we're about to talk about by saying that we're not prudish, necessarily. I may be a little bit of a uh, modern music elitist, uh, and I uh, just you know, not, <laughs> not a huge fan. But I will say if it is if it is glorifying to God, Mm-hmm. then God can use it. you know. Absolutely. Um, God yeah. can use stuff that's not glorifying to him, but it's a little bit more co- complicated whether or not it's useful for us as Christians. But um, what we're trying to get at today is that sometimes um, we use secular music um, to get a certain message across in church. So we have these like springboards, I guess you would call them. And then mm-hmm. some people just adapt those springboards
2: into like worship songs. Yeah, and right. then those worship songs become just songs that they do all the time. Yeah, for a lot of these, my question is, like, are we using them as like an example song, like right. a springboard or a set piece, we might say as well? Yeah. Um, is it just kind of a song to illustrate a point or mm. is it something that's incorporated into a worship set and thus becomes kind of lumped in with congregational worship? Yeah. So, so, so you're yeah. saying there's
3: a difference between an example um, and and something that we are going to use to try to lift up God with. Yeah. There's a a difference between a sermon illustration and something we're going to use to try to say that this represents who God is.
2: Yeah. And I would even go further. Colin and I were kind of talking about this earlier. We would we would definitely set parameters around the songs that are intended to be the songs where we proclaim um, the truth about God, you know. Sure Those worship songs are set mm-hmm. apart You know for a reason So uh, I want Not everything suitable for that That's exactly right But yes. that doesn't mean so, That it can't be done in church yeah. In a certain situation so, so you could even say That there yeah. are
3: some Christian bands Whose songs oh, yeah. Aren't always appropriate for Absolutely worship. U2
0: doesn't always have uh, right. Christian songs yeah. But people like to think That U2 is just a Christian band They'll just play their songs yeah. in
3: church Well Need to Breathe Is a Christian band But not all their songs Are, 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 are <laughs> They're are, not well, all suitable For yes. worship I mean yeah. a, a Girl Named Tennessee Is a fabulous song I love <laughs> it Love that song but that's not one I'm gonna expect right. to represent who God is <laughs> like
0: what's the one uh, yeah. brother let me be your shelter uh, there's not a whole lot of like that's more a song about focus a relationship on God. between right.
2: two brothers yeah that's right yeah so
0: right. um I want to I want to springboard us into what we're gonna the songs we're gonna be discussing with a song first Not Jesus yeah. We'll talk about Jesus A friend of mine in a second So this is kind of a bonus one Yes Well this one isn't A Christian song This is just an example Of what happens Okay Okay, okay. So do you guys know Third Eye Blind Semi-charm kind of life song
2: uh, Yeah don't do it Don't yeah. do it So here No was, copyright Yeah no okay. Here's the thing for yeah. a while
0: That happened okay Kids of our generation
2: And mm-hmm. then kids of the next generation Loved it well, what happened was there was a lonely right. boy, a bit too insane, <laughs> icing over a secret pain, right? Yeah, yeah. Like so, that?
0: so <laughs> here was what was funny is that semi-charm kind of life has terribly explicit things in it yeah. about drug use, about prostitution, yeah. Yeah. and but because it was, it's this upbeat, happy sounding thing, and then only lyrics people really remembered were "I want something else, That's right. to get me through this semi-charm kind of life." Baby, baby uh, So people were like Yeah, this song rules But then the band itself was like I can't believe they let us play this on the radio Because <laughs> there's lyrics like Doing crystal meth will lift you up until you break It won't stop <laughs> It's like That's- Kids are like Yeah, mom, listen to this song so the thing that I wanted to kind of springboard to what we're talking about is songs can be really catchy and even like really yeah. fun to sing. And without really paying too much attention to the lyrics, you're like, mm-hmm. oh, this is mm-hmm. like a great song. We'll just put this on our playlist and stuff. It's got a great beat, man. Yeah. And so a lot of churches will get into this groove where they're like, oh, I love the song from Disney. Oh, I love the song from the radio. And it says hallelujah in it. Or it says like, right. <laughs> I love the Lord in it. Like, take me to church. I'll worship like a dog. Okay. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. You're like, and you're like, oh, don't, that can be don't an-. ever do it
2: that one in church oh my God! oh my goodness (laughs) so so
0: they might think that it's you know uh, it'll sound cool and whatever but what what is a good thing to do as a worship leader or a pastor is to kind of go to the song and say is this song going to be glorifying and if so do we need to preface it by saying, listen, some of these lyrics are a little weird and racy, but it's for a springboard, not for a worship. So just understand that this is more of a like uh, we are we are setting the mood, essentially, or something yeah. like that, because if you come into it. Right. If you're like, hey, kids, yeah. Bop 10, this is semi charm <laughs> kind of life. It's great, right? Kids Bop. <laughs> kids Bop does this too. Church Bop is what we could call this. Church Bop, that's right. There <laughs> probably
3: is already a Church Bop
2: okay. out, out there. Church Bop 3. So, so in that <laughs> yeah. light, I guess we will start with a Christian one. Yeah, yeah. I, I was going to say, though, like, the thing about that is the it's like a catch-22 because once you right. do that, the set piece— Becomes not participatory anymore. It becomes a performance, which is what you're supposed to be trying to not be about. That's right. Comes to worship, it is a catch twenty two. Yeah, you got to be very careful. So there's
0: a there's a whole episode that me and Zach and Bob are going to do. I've me and Zach talked about this about the big debate of secular music in church worship because that's a huge debate that Christians have. We have never touched that that subject because it's kind of touchy. And honestly, I'm still sort of in the middle. Yeah. So if I'm being completely honest, because, again, there are two basic truths I know about the Lord. A, the Lord goes out to the world to meet people where they are, and the Lord can use whatever Mm -hmm. is in the world for his glorification if he so wishes to. The real question is, is it glorifying to the community of God? And that's when
2: you kind of start to get the— Well, is it helping the community glorify God? That's right. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So for clarity, these songs are not necessarily— Songs that we're talking about that you'll hear in church as examples, but the problem we find with these songs is they often are used as more of uh, worship. A lot of times, these
2: songs will will stray into the worship category. Yeah, or they become terms. special music that you sing along to during a Christmas yeah, yeah.
0: service or whatever, and then suddenly you're just worshiping, like you're putting your hands up and stuff. Yeah. But you got to understand the 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 point, truth of behind the actual song. Yeah. So uh, not, again, we're not nitpicking, but um, I'll just get, here's a great example. We'll start. So, I've been talking a lot. So, after this, I hope you guys will take over. But, um, Jesus is a friend of mine. I flipping love Jesus is a friend of mine. Uh, when
3: when, when did the song come out, real quick? Because Sunseed,
0: I want to say maybe the early 90s. To be the 80s or no, no,
3: no, I was thinking even
2: early
0: 70s. No, 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 it's definitely not. It's ska, though, isn't it? Technically, it's punk. But is it
2: first wave ska or like second wave ska? So, the Sunseed
0: band. Originally began in 1978, so you're right there,
3: Bob. But uh, 81, apparently, the song came out.
0: Okay, so I was wrong, it's not the 90s, yeah. So,
3: yeah, I I knew it was definitely. (laughs) Second wave ska man. <laughs> so, Ska's coming back. Dum dum
0: back. Dum 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 dum
3: Jesus is a friend of mine. Right, so Jesus is my friend. So
0: I am not here to say that styles of music are bad. I think that as long as again, as long as uh, it is glorifying to God, the style of music doesn't necessarily have to matter. Well, but- some the people music argue might be different,
2: that. but the message stays the ah, same. Ah, see, we're about to learn about that.
0: <laughs> so, I, I some people are some people rail against that, though. The, they say that the style of music can, if it's very worldly, can have like a bad impact. Sure, so that's but, a, again something we can talk about on that episode. Yeah, but, but Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is a friend of mine. Uh, written by the, the band Sunseed. Um, uh, we're calling it our honorable mention, like kickoff here. Yeah, because it's not necessarily. But there are bands that have done this in church, obviously. It, I. I uh I sent Zach a video of um, uh, David Crowder, Crowder Crowder. (laughs) but I'm not sure if he was doing it just to be funny or not. It's hard to tell when Crowder's being ironic.
2: Yeah, I can't (laughs)
0: can't really tell. He had a giant afro and a weird goatee for years and years and years and then became like a sort of like a red, uh, not a red, a lumberjack looking like.
2: Yeah, and and his speech became incomprehensible when it never really was
1: before.
2: (laughs) So anyway,
0: (laughs) so all I'm going to say is that Sunseed, for the most part, lyrically is okay, except for a few lines. And here we go. He loves me when I'm perfect. Um, and then it goes on to say, if I become that way, if I ever get that way, if I ever get yeah. that way. And then the other one is he taught me how to save my soul. He taught me how to live and how to save
2: my soul. Bad. Yeah. <laughs>
3: right. so, it's, so, so, <laughs> so it's, yes. And for clarity, just for clarity. So the idea that we are perfect at all is a little or that we could become perfect. Yes.
0: It's not possible. So and then the second thing is we can't save ourselves. Yes,
3: that and that that one's yeah. the one that honestly is is more it's because the perfect one you could <laughs> it could be argued cuz Jesus is be perfect as your father in heaven is perfect. Yeah so you yeah. could argue that they were you know the lyrical well, creativity per-
2: maybe they were like extreme Wesleyans and they were going for like the Christian perfection I, you know, I, don't, so, know. But, I don't know but <laughs> but but, 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 the,
3: but there's no way around uh, he taught me how to save myself so I mean I guess I mean, in that, that way that, 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 that is that is completely against
0: I, I guess think, in that way uh yeah. stabbing westward mm-hmm. I can't even save myself is more Christian yeah. apparently no I'm just kidding. <laughs> I can't even say that's true or Jules' song uh, who, can who can save, save My Soul." So. That's literally,
2: like, ripped from the Psalms, is it yeah, not? Yeah, yeah, Wow, we are on a roll right now. Boom. Just thinking, you guys, yeah. you guys yeah. are ridiculous. So,
0: we, we, we could talk forever about different songs, because... Weirdly enough, uh, we we condensed the list down a little bit because we didn't want to use ones that we just like heard or saw once. Sure.
3: These were ones that we have known we, to
0: be have played several yeah, times. We, we,
3: we have experienced in some capacity these songs being so, used.
0: So yeah. this is a springboard. Um, Sunseed uh, is just an honorable mention because it, in general, it's not necessarily a worship song, but it's definitely one you'll yeah. probably have heard as a joke in church. And it's. Uh, still amazing, and uh, for the period that it came out, it, it was kind of like <laughs> the, uh, what is it, like Jesus Freak song or any of the other thing. Yeah, kind of but for, for, it for, for its day. I don't day, know yeah.
2: if, was it that big. I don't know if it was for ever that splitting big. The, if, I, y- mean, I feel like— You're I, right. I don't think it yeah. was ever that big I feel like
3: Christian Christian music yeah. at the time was simply not really much. I it was like, growing. Yeah.
2: I feel like with um, Jesus as a friend of mine, I feel like it really gained a lot more popularity later it when YouTube came around. Like yeah, that's right. So they're kind of one of those undiscovered bands that became discovered right. okay. later. So I think with, I so for example, with that song, I think if people are doing that, a lot of times they might be doing it like ironically, like yeah. as a joke or whatever. Yeah. I think with these, um, a lot of times people are trying to make a serious point with it when they add it into a worship song. So I right. think what we should do is we should try to um, try to represent what the interpretation might be to some people. Because I think, like, the idea for gotcha. Hallelujah, for instance, our first one, which we can go into. Go ahead, Zach. Yeah. You want to take that one? Okay, so first one that we're going to talk about, Hallelujah by Leonard Cohen. So on the surface, <laughs> That's how Colin, I feel about Hallelujah. you don't like you don't like it musically, lyrically, aside from that, the church at all. Like, I think right? that, I, I mean, maybe... <laughs> this is not your song. No, it's definitely not <laughs>
3: yeah, my song. Colin's very much just against the song in general.
2: I just, I,
0: I think that it became... Maybe maybe my, half of my frustration was that it became such a, like, popular, like, Christian, everybody needs to do yeah. this in their church, send around song. And I was like, the song from Shrek? Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, seriously? <laughs> Just yeah. because the song says hallelujah doesn't mean it's a Christian song. Sorry,
2: go ahead. Yeah, and I think that's, I think, to your point, I think that's what people are getting at is. But Colin, he
3: mentions King
2: David. He does mention King David. Oh. Now I've heard a secret chord that David played and it pleased the Lord. But it you even don't mentions really the Lord. Music, do you? It goes like this: the fourth, the fifth, the minor fall, the major lift, which it then does while saying it, yeah. which is very clever. Oh, so
1: clever!
0: <laughs> wow, everybody marvel at the magnificence.
2: Okay, so there's actually a lot of biblical imagery in this song, right? right
0: well, there's there's two versions of it now. There's like a Christian, like a Christmas version too. Okay,
2: right? I don't want to get into that yeah, just yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah, but just talking about the original song. Yeah, if you listen to the whole thing, the one that's in. Shrek is actually only like three there's actually like seven verses of the uh, song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So there's yeah. um your faith was strong but you needed proof. You saw her bathing on the roof. That's you know what, you know what that's a yes, you answered my question. Sorry, I, 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 I didn't mean to <laughs> no, I okay, didn't okay, Bob, take I didn't you're, to catch you're from, the yeah.
0: intellectual one. You you,
2: you <laughs> chime in with the with the right answers. Just jump Bob, you get you get the points. Yeah. <laughs> Bathsheba you know David saw her bathing on the roof yeah. and um took her and did didn't he have Uriah killed Uriah was mm-hmm. her yeah. husband yep. yep the metal artist right Uriah Heap.
1: <laughs> okay <Yeah. laughs> oh my goodness
2: <laughs> so you know so talk about that uh there's she broke your throne and she cut your hair I think is that a reference to um uh, Samson Samson yeah so he's yeah, mixing, mixing metaphors there but Yeah, there's a lot of stuff about, like, David and stuff. Here's the thing. But, Um,
0: Zach, isn't that great that you can use Bible stories to say something that's not biblical? (laughs) Isn't that
2: better? (laughs) Yeah, you might think this is a very worshipful. And it is a very emotional song. But actually, what he's talking about, if you were to ask Leonard Cohen, and he said this in interviews, um, it is about his first sexual experience and about how it was a holy experience for him. Aw, which is why, if you think about it, all the all the biblical references are like adultery reference. They are so like the, be, seeing be, the betrayal, baby.
3: betrayal,
0: betrayal.
2: Yes. Well, it's well yeah. um, the, 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 Samson, the haircutting. the
0: Samson thing. It's all about, yeah, right, yeah, and, and it's yeah, it's like seeing a beautiful woman. Basically, is all the imagery he lines out in a lot mm-hmm. of ways, right? So, yes, and falling for yeah, yeah, so. That's cute. So, <laughs> no, no, no. so <laughs> next time you
2: no. sing this song in church, just remember. That's what it's about. What Leonard Cohen is referencing. All right. <laughs> yeah, sorry, no, 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 no. sorry to ruin this if this is your favorite song. in the children's
3: choir out. <laughs> and keep in mind, Colin, this song also came out in 1984. So 15 years before Shrek. No, I understand. So I understand. although, yes,
2: I was but, making but,
0: the joke. But, 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 yes, but please, Shrek yeah. did
2: most certainly make this one more famous for the modern generations. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: I actually I can appreciate this song, especially lyrically in a lot of ways. There's actually really good, um, oh, what's that guy's name? Malcolm Gladwell, his Revisionist History podcast. If you go check that out, there's an um, episode like way, way back where he talks about yeah. how Leonard Cohen wrote this song and it never really caught on until like way, way later until somebody else right. like covered it. So it's interesting how this song has just been around mm-hmm. forever and ever. Absolutely. Um, so, But I don't think yeah. it's appropriate or suitable. Definitely not for worship. Because of where it comes from and what it's about. I wouldn't even say it's appropriate for a springboard. <laughs> just, just because all
3: the lyrics are biblical references doesn't mean that they're shining yeah. um, our viewpoints of
2: God and his glory in an appropriate light. Yeah. So there's a lot of examples of that <laughs> that you can find out there. There's just a, there's a lot of songs that will just mention Jesus or will say. Um, hallelujah or something <laughs> doesn't mean it's a Christian song. <laughs> well, like
0: so again, uh, we don't have to go into this too too much, but there have been I think at least two different artists that have made Christian versions of the song. Okay, yeah, and then so one of them is all about Jesus's crucifixion, and it's it's by I think Kelly Mooney, and it says okay. uh, first lines are a crown of thorns placed on his head. He knew that he would soon be dead. He said, "Did you forget me, Father? Did you?" <laughs> I, I don't like the rhymes of it either. It seems yeah. like it's very awkward, but I, I like the the
3: attempt at changing it, trying to make it more biblical. And so dangerous. it's you, fine. You, you, you could even argue that one isn't really much of as much as it is a parody in many respects. Sure.
2: And it's and interesting to think of it as a parody. Yes. It's Like Weird Al, if Weird Al was a worship leader. <laughs> <Yes>. um, <laughs> yes, it's, it's a yeah, Christian parody of
3: a, of a secular song.
2: Right. So there's you have, the Christmas one. I know. Yeah, there is. A, I've heard the Christmas one. I may have played the Christmas one once.
0: I think you and I have, have, <laughs> yeah. have been uh, uh, encouraged to do it before we saw with yeah. a little more clear eyes on the subject. Before I really knew what the song was about. But. Sure. So, um, yeah. So so here's what, we're, here's what we're saying. Final summation. Don't do the original one as a worship song. And if you really have to use it as a springboard, please let your congregation know what the song is about or at least the idea or I mean – once you do that, then do you really want to do the song? I guess is the question, right? Right. No. Uh, and again, we're not throwing shade. Yeah. This is a song that was like, like Bob said, was written in the '80s. Um, the the question, I guess the 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 hard question is, does this have a use in your church service? Yes. Now knowing what the yes. song's about,
2: I yes. think yes. I've also it, heard it, it, people take the chorus and mm-hmm. pluck it out and stick it like in right. a different song. Sure. Yeah. Which I don't know up, e- up e- to you guys, but <laughs> e- e-
3: even that's very much a gray area because this the the, the chorus is very much going to bring everyone's mind <laughs> yeah. back to this yeah. specific now. Song fortunately, most people don't,
2: don't know what it's actually about, yeah. Um, but yeah, and and it's it's a huge debate, and I go back and forth on it like, do you question the source? <laughs> yeah, yeah, isn't oh, that good? And then everybody's like, yeah, mm, yeah. huh. Do you, do you ta, like, ta- Colin? <laughs> how how far back do you go, like, where do you draw the line when it comes to, um like, questioning a source of where your song comes from? Like, that's a big question. Maybe we could get into yeah. it on another well, episode. It, no, well, that's a question yeah. that if,
3: that many people are having even in the Christian worship realm right now Well, among yeah. certain bands. So, right, so you so. and I as a, well, the three of us as a podcast. So, but, but, but that's for a different conversation. Three of us yeah.
0: as a podcast, but even before that with me and Zach, we mm-hmm. used to we used to try and find the original version of a song as, as a way of saying what was the intention of the, like what's, sure, what's absolutely. weird is that gets more shaky when you get into like passion, because then they're just like, you say they basically describe it as a bunch of people were in a room and the like, yeah, it's all the passion orders get together. And then they just give like yeah. one singer, the, the, the person who's the one who sings it.
2: But, but in yeah. terms of like things like, but if you actually look at the licensing on that, track it'll be all those artists yeah, right. listed yeah. and so if you go back to hymns, it's the same kind of thing you yeah. have
0: people that have like we talked about um what was that song uh, the doxology is actually plucked out of another hymn yeah the praise god for whom all blessings flow but then there's um another one that i uh, what is that there's a mm, i can't think of the hymn there was a hymn that you and i found out that a, a, a verse was like added later oh it was uh, i think it's it is well it is oh, yeah. had like a, it had a different verse added later by the son of the one who wrote it, or interesting, um, or the um, what's the one about you're not supposed to be wretched. It's uh, oh, yeah, I don't know uh, maybe Amazing Drawn Grace. Of light. Yeah, what's Amazing Grace the wretched? Oh, part. that saved a wretch like me. Yeah, yeah. That's, they changed it to saved a soul like me. So it's always good to go back and find
2: out. Okay, yeah, I'm with, you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Right,
0: we need to. So me yeah. and Zach were always very pertinent. It, at least back then as worship leaders, but even more so now that we've done all this research off for the podcast, we're realizing the like origin is like almost uh, as fascinating as the words themselves, because you get to hear the story of the writer and where they were and what they were dealing with at the time when they
3: wrote the song.
0: Like, uh, well,
3: which really helps add to the meaning and the power that the song often has as it's trying to glorify God. Absolutely. Yeah, and so, definitely.
0: I, I mean, yeah. I mean, so that's a, uh, that's something, again, I think that to your point, Zach, is something for people to consider is like, what's the origin of the song mm-hmm. and why did somebody yeah. write this? I mean, because just I could, plug it into your
2: calculus yes. when you're yeah. considering uh, a song.
0: I could make a song right now yeah. that's just like, I praise that one up there. And everybody's like, oh, that's Christian. And then it's like, I'm just pointing up at like a sign and it's of a lawyer in front of my house. <laughs> and it says like <laughs> 1-800-GET-THEM-SON. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, I praise this Ambulance guy for chasers. giving me
2: that money. Yep. All right, (laughs) cool. So moving on. Yeah, I want to hear from Bob about Creed. I will support you, Bob. (laughs) Sure. So, um, how much
3: do you know about it? Well, uh, well, this is a song that I've I've personally witnessed in a church growing up um, back in the early 2000s when Creed was still quite popular and uh, culturally relevant, Um, and uh, the song "Arms Wide Open" uh, was one that I've that has been done in church quite a bit.
2: I've heard this song. I've heard this too. Yeah, that song just makes me think of the um, literal lyrics video. Where um, they would take um, they would take a song and they would use the music video and then they would, um, they would make up lyrics that are just describing exactly what's happening in the music video. So he goes, <laughs> take in a cave bath. <laughs> is, is that oh, on I'm that TV? so clean. <laughs> yes. So Arms
3: Wide Open is is a song that was that was written. Um, and the reason why it's being used is because, uh, well, as the lyrics kind of describe the most obvious biblical Imagery there Mm -hmm. seems to be Jesus with his arms wide open, either on the cross or 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 accepting you Uh, coming into 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 salvation. Or, but that's the type of imagery that was often trying to be used as the song is being played. Usually for special worship, but or for the special music part of worship, but. It's most certainly not an illustration. With it was most some certainly kind trying of to be like, glorifying.
2: With some kind of dance possibly yes, yeah, involved. in some inter- sort of inter-
0: interpretive inter- dance. Yes. Interpretive movement. So the other thing, too, yeah. is funny is that a lot of churches in America are named Arms Wide Open Church. So uh, I would imagine, <laughs> that's like their theme song they play when you come on the door.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. I
0: just heard the
3: good news today. <laughs> yes.
1: See that? See how it yes. changes it?
3: <laughs> but, but, you know, but he does actually talk about the news. I heard, just heard the news today. What was the news that he heard? Well, in the interviews, he describes that this song was, he wrote this after realizing that he was going to be a father. The news he heard was the fact sure. that his wife was pregnant. He was going to be a father. Or I'm assuming it's his wife. I don't, I'm uh, not entirely sure. But the fact that he just mentions the fact that he's going to be a yeah. father. And so, and, and, and this makes more sense as you get into the lyrics specifically um, in the bridge, where he says, "If I j- had just one wish, only one demand, I'd hope he's not like me. I hope he understands uh, that he can that he can take this life and hold it by my by the hand, and he can uh, greet the world with arms wide open. So th- I don't want you to be like me. In other words, yeah. which is what something that a go- honestly a good parent is going to say. I hope you're yeah. better than me." Don't take on my flaws. I recognize you're watching everything I do. You know, I mean, those Mm -hmm. are the the cry of a parent. But it's definitely not the cry of of our father in heaven.
2: Who says, be Be like me. (laughs) (laughs) Or I guess you could say it's from the point of view of a person saying, I hope Jesus is not like me. But then it wouldn't make sense with the rest of the song. Exactly. Yeah. So
3: th- th- the point is that 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 this is most. Although I, I see the, end, the the very very loose imagery that they are trying to yeah. associate biblically,
2: it just it yeah it just. But Scott Stapp's a Christian, so
1: <laughs> is he? Is he though?
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, Okay. <laughs> so, he uh, he gets a pat. No, I've I've seen Creed like kind of played in church, not necessarily as like the praise it's, band doing it, but I've definitely yeah. seen the creed CD like in the youth room. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. like what's funny too is that along with POD.
0: Right. <laughs> and, and for our background in church, like there's so many different cultural music mm-hmm. styles in church. Like there's Gaither, there's gospel, there's uh what do they call that? There's uh, hardcore Gaither. Yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> then there's post Gaither. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, um, but creed music style seems to yeah. like line up well with like the modern Christian style. So I can see why people would like want to do yeah, it, you people. know
2: what I mean? yeah, I mean, like I remember like you you'll watch like a creed video or something on yeah. YouTube, and the comments will be like, "This just sounds like Christian music to me yeah. for some reason <laughs> and again, that's kind of what
0: I'm saying is like sometimes people are like that that's probably Christian, right? Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. we can Vaguely we can make Christian. it <laughs> yeah, all right, so cool. yeah, creed, fun um what about uh let's see, what about imagine Dragons, Zach?
2: Okay, yeah. Are you pretty familiar with this song? Yes. I've heard it a few times. I'm not a fan of Imagine yeah. Dragons. Right, yeah.
0: You well, know what? Really? I'm not a fan of most of these <laughs> things. Creed I actually like OK. Actually. Yeah, but but people, you, know,
2: you like Creed, but you're not a fan of Imagine Dragons? Oh, no, absolutely not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't care for Imagine Dragons. I just think it's weird that, like, if you'll turn on, like, a modern rock station that... When we were in high school, the rock rock three,
0: let's go with the new yeah. rock okay. song. Imagine yeah. dragons, it's right? Like pop more Ex- than it's you rock.
2: know exactly what I'm talking yeah. about. It would have been like in high school would have been like some Foo Fighters or, right. you know, maybe a little corn. Now it's corn. Now it's Korn
0: is classic rock
2: now corn is yeah we're like those old boomers
0: that Whoopsie. like <laughs> <laughs> showing our age we grew up with corn and now it's like old music basically to us to a to kid do, today do, do, do. Yeah. And I'm like oh man this is like metal and they're like this is like old lame, 30, 30 or 40 what is, years is ago this metal is this Credence
2: Clearwater Revival <laughs>
0: <laughs> what is this, Con, this is like Kanye Twenties. oh my goodness guys right. Kanye <laughs> Twenty. <laughs> Kanye 20.
2: <laughs> okay, so right. Demons. I the main thing I know about it is it says yeah. this is De- where this is where my demons dwell. Yeah, so so it's so right? hide, yeah, Demons hide. by Imagine Dragon. Yeah. Okay. So what wear would, my demons yeah, hide? If you wanted to do this in church, what would be your interpretation that you're like trying to use it as a springboard for?
0: Right. So it would as be in, like it would be like maybe the subject matter is that you don't think you're good enough.
2: Okay. Yeah. You know,
0: that one thing that a lot of churches say like, Oh, uh, no
2: perfect people allowed.
0: Christian, Christian, uh, like non Christians are like, I'm not good enough to be saved. Like I, yeah. I don't know th- if that's many people's problem, but a lot of churches seem to think it is. But um, one of those things about like, oh, I'm I'm a too dark inside. I I can't be like
2: cleansed or made clean. I'm just so sinful. Maybe um, ultra reformed churches could do this as like a total depravity. <laughs> a total so. depravity. I knew you were going to start off <laughs> with this stuff.
0: Tulip. All right. So um. So yeah. So as far as the subject matter goes, Zach, what are we? Let's see. I, I have some insights for you, but I'll, I'll wait I'm to looking you at the
2: lyrics right now.
0: So one of the things that a lot of people online have looked up like song meanings for this because yeah. again, it's a pop song, but your point to, more to your point is that there's no like but I'm yeah. going to be redeemed somehow. Right. It is just uh basically from all intents of the song and from the person who wrote the song, you know, the band, uh, they're like, "Oh, we're trying to tell this girl that like she shouldn't get too close, get too close to because him. I'm just this dark, dark guy.
1: And it's
2: the equivalent of saying I'm alone or Dottie, yeah. a loner, Dottie, rebel. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to get mixed up with a guy like me. <laughs> so, um, and, and you know, and you definitely see that
3: when some, in, in many of the lyrics, it's yeah. like, don't want to let you down, but I am hellbound, though. This is all for mm-hmm. you. Don't want to yeah. hide the truth. So it's like yeah. So the other, like, thing, I, I care about you, but but I, but I, I'm going to hell. You know, is so, essentially what what he's saying here. Right. And then the and other, so I'm, I'm I'm a terrible person. Don't be around me.
0: And then the other aspect of it, near the bottom, when he says, uh, "I can't escape I it can't now. I can't escape it now unless, unless you, you show, show me how. how."
2: Which is a very clever rhyme. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's so great.
0: Um, oh my gosh, we're so. We're throwing shade already. So, um, I, I, especially me. So the thing is, it's supposed to be about a girl who is like so innocent enough yeah. that maybe she can like bring him out of his dark funk. But she can't because he's too dark inside. And that's where his demons side. And so don't get yeah. too close to him. Don't find out about his yeah. demons because they're too scary. And and really, there's no resolution. So if you're going to use it in church, maybe you're using it as an example of what a non-Christian right. would think that's about as much as I would say a springboard. I I don't say you would impo- It would be impossible to use this as a springboard. But again, what we've seen in church is people singing it out. With they their start hands throwing up. their hands up. Yeah. Until right. you show me how we're talking about a God and not some chick that he's dating. Yeah. yeah. It, it would be like right. if we made um a, a white snake, you know, into a Christian song. <laughs> you know, Is this love? That, that I'm, I'm feeling, feeling for God is this the love that, that I've been
2: searching for? That literally <laughs> used to be a joke. I know that you could take all the songs and change the babies right to Jesus or girls or anything. And that's faith Jesus. plus one. Yes. Right. That's from exactly. South Park. That's exactly right. Yes. And what we're seeing now is that people, you turn me round, Jesus round, right round. We've Jesus. seen that. <laughs> we saw a video of that. Yes. Yes, yes. Yes. That's, so, that,
0: that 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 really happened. So what's what's funny is again going back to the whole like third eye blind semi charm kind of. Life, thing Mm -hmm. is that there is a formula to writing music where certain lyrics are very prominent if they are held out like in the chorus if they're done repetitively in a way that they're memorable and catchy then those are the lyrics you remember and the rest you don't and so a lot of times if you hear that I can't escape it now unless you show me how. It's like, oh, yeah, Christian <laughs> stuff, right? I mean, it's got to be. It's in church. And so you start singing it out. The Again, it's your catch-22 mm-hmm. about per- 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 uh, participation. <laughs> Precipitation. Um, but uh, <laughs> the problem is that once it becomes a – once you start worshiping and then you realize what you're worshiping, you you kind of go down a dark path. Uh, especially since the song is about going down a dark path. (laughs) (laughs) Literally is what it says. So, so yes, imagine dragons. uh, I would say again, the point is that you need to show people why you're doing it, tell them or say, Hey, this is not a worship song. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So anyway, there you go. I guess I'll, I'll in that, in that spirit, um, since we're talking about rock ones, I suppose I could either, I could probably do a, no, we'll do a, I'll let you do you somebody. I'll do frozen first. Okay. All right. Frozen. So here's the thing about frozen. This one I found quite surprising on the list. Hold on. Just, I know you do. Yep. <laughs> a lot of Christians are going to find this surprising because this is become frozen one and two now are just beloved church music.
3: Everybody loves the music, right? Church music. Beloved church music? Hold on. I'm I'm
2: holding. I'm I'm waiting for it to be printed in a hymnal.
0: Right. So the Let It Go song specifically (laughs) a few years ago when it was brand new was Mm -hmm. just a lot of people. It was everywhere. Everyone was was doing It was outside the church as
2: well as in the church. Right, but...
0: So what I found was a lot of videos of people doing, like, children's programs where they have the kids sing it and whatever.
2: Yeah. And then
3: uh, the, the parents are <laughs> because, just like... Because it got the kids involved and actually wanting to be part well, of it. Well, part, part
0: of it's that. But also, like, the parents and, like, the adults are like, let it go, the hand up and stuff. Yeah. And, again, it's that whole, like, oh, if it's if the words let it go means let go of the world or something, you know, they can interpret it their own way. But yeah. the, the true... Meaning of this song (laughs) is that the girl gets gets found out to have the powers and she just, uh, you know, and it it comes to a head and her and her sister have the little weird uh, tiff and her parents and she leaves the castle, runs away, goes up to an icy mountain and makes her own castle and isolates herself from everybody. Kingdom of isolation. and She's the queen. And she is happy about it. And she says, finally, I can just be who I want to be by myself. I can be free and nobody tells me what to do and I can be the woman I want to be. Right. And though that is not explicitly the most like, I mean, being being freed from oppression or judgment or whatever is good. I think But the context of this song for kids to sing it and praise and worship to it. Right. Is sending a very bad message, right? Yes. Yeah. which it, is that isolation is good, and that you need to go away yeah. and be who you want to be, be free. And it's like not going, <laughs> not going to let anybody hold you down, no, nope. or guide you, <laughs> or show
3: you the truth. That's right. right. Well,
0: we could we could really stretch that out because yeah. it's still relatively vague. But again, people do it as these Christian uh, uh, Christmas programs, where they have their kids sing. I have I saw this video online. It was just like they had all these little like four year olds like sing it one at a time. And uh, I was just like, hmm, this right. is cool if it's a performance just to show I how think, great the kids yeah, can I sing. Think,
2: I think for some people, that's what it is. I mean, right, I don't right, think right. I, th- I don't think everybody that does it as a church video or something. Sure. Is trying to claim that it's a worship song. But I
0: did see praise bands, like adult praise yeah, yeah. bands playing it as well. Like, yeah. But again, it's what are we doing it for? What are we I w- actually I w- doing
2: w- I I the message. I would guess that portray. for most it's like a popular song to do for fun. Yeah. But I would say that I'm with you that um, it is often misinterpreted as like this a song. triumphant. It's song. a triumphant song about like being true to yourself and not, um, you know, being trapped by sure. what other people think of you. And I, I see that where that can be positive, but I think that it goes off the rails because it's not, um, it's not even positive within the context of its own movie. Because yeah. that is the point where it's showing well, like, that Elsa, right, it's a, it sounds Elsa is, like, is taking the path towards, right. like, doing her own thing and being isolated. She's missing out on... Never mind the consequences yeah. that your actions
3: have caused to everybody else. Right, in right. this case, freezing yeah, yeah. the entire kingdom. So so here's a here's an
0: interesting thing. And, I, and again, <laughs> yeah. uh, we, we don't have to get much into this, really. We sure. don't. But, but the, the singer, um, it, um, uh, it, it, Edina Menzel, is her mm-hmm. name? Mm-hmm. Phenomenal singer, super duper talented. Absolutely. She has has done Broadway for a very, very long time. And so her, like, I would say probably her biggest thing besides Frozen was probably um, Wicked, where she plays the green witch from Wizard of Oz.
3: Oh, interesting. Okay.
0: And in that story, she is the bad one. Hmm. But they frame it as. Right. (laughs) So they frame it as though she is kind of the. uh, The victim. uh, yeah. Well, well, that she has this weird upbringing that people pick on mm-hmm. her for having green skin, sure. And so then there's like a good witch, and she wants to follow the
2: rules, sure. And it's the- a rip off of Jim Carrey's The Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. A but. villain with green skin is a sympathetic character oh, okay. who's made fun of as a child. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. So, so the the <laughs> alphabet. That's right.
0: <funny. laughs> so, so, um, so. In that, in in Wicked, and and also in the movie Rent, and a few other things that she's done, m- most of her big like number triumphant songs are about her like breaking free yes. from like social or political or economic or any kind of oppression of any kind, and like breaking free and just going yeah. and being who she wants to be. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, as nice a sentiment as that seems to be generally to the population, it is not
2: indicative of a Christian value. Yeah, I think if you want songs about breaking free for church, you should tap uh, Rush. Ooh, though his da, mind da, da, is not da, da, da. For, though his mind is not for rent to any god or government. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, we're just that? breaking free. Yeah, worship. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my, so, goodness. So, so oh again, my goodness. So so again, goodness
3: to take this seriously. <laughs> it, in wicked, it's the same way it's
0: it's in wicked it's it's the same thing of this yeah. like she's mm-hmm. she's like, I'm gonna go and fly and be an evil witch and that's how mm-hmm. I'll break free And everybody's like, mm. but it looks yeah. so triumphant, you know what I mean? So yeah. so it's very, very similar in that she is doing this negative thing, but it seems like a very triumphant thing until the end when you realize she shouldn't really isolate herself. yeah, right? yeah,
3: yeah. And so, so and one of the biggest, so we're kind of dancing around, but the key idea here is the oh. fact that submission if, of, is, yes. is, is one of the main aspects of being a follower of Jesus, submitting our will, to God's not ignoring what anybody else thinks that that that's not what this is about it's about it's about submitting and 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 forgetting who we might think we are made to be but in fact submitting to who God desires us to be and being transformed into his image
0: there and but there is something to be said about like I mean in, in her case I feel like it's a little bit of a gray area but um in in other cases it could be that you have like you know abusive family that kind of thing breaking free uh of oppression that is real oppression is, yeah. is totally like a legit
2: thing. i hear you calling no little girl should ever idolize <laughs> elsa or wear any elsa costume yeah. you just want to like take that away from them That's i right. get it <laughs> All right, moving on, moving on. Uh Wait. let's do Lord of the Dance. Did we, okay, yeah. I wondered if we were going to get back to this one. Lord of the Dance, that da, it da, da, dance, dance, da, da, dance, dance. Dan, da, da, you can da, dance da, da. if you want to. You can dance
0: in the moon. You can dance in the star and the sun. <laughs> you aren't Jesus Oh my goodness. Okay, so let's dance
2: with everyone. <laughs> <laughs> let's go from something that is wildly popular to something that's pretty obscure actually. Okay, yeah, let's hear the obscure the stuff. Content. Okay. Okay, so this It's in your hymnal though. This one is
3: those of you can obviously Obviously, yeah. can't see except for uh, Colin and Zach. Uh, Colin and I, uh, Zach actually has a literal hymnal, a literal in, hymnal in in his hands, yeah. a real life hymnal. And this song is is what's being
2: ready to so be There's there a song that is questionably kind of about Jesus in your hymnal. It is about Jesus. It is about yeah, Jesus. I, I, I wouldn't say it's yeah. questionable. It's quite clearly about Jesus. Is it is it glorifying is it about, to Jesus or is it describing what Jesus is? Is it we'll about the it. same Jesus we'll that see. we know? Though so um right.
0: okay. yeah That's we're talking about
2: we're talking about a song called Lord of the Dance by a guy named uh Sidney Carter. So actually he wrote the lyrics in the sixties and he took the tune of like a um it's like a nineteenth century Shaker tune that yes. he adapted. Yeah. Yes. So and this guy, Sidney Carter, he
3: was um m- m- most of us who don't yeah. know what Shaker tunes are would I guess it would be more like an Irish style Celtic. It sounds feel. Irish,
2: but it's American. Um, in origin it's like puritan music which is quite interesting in many ways but but when you hear it the first thing that comes to your mind is like an irish jig which the shakers lived in kentucky like you can actually go see the shaker village it's about 50 minutes from where we live um that's cute it's like little Shakers, like salt and pepper shakers with like eyes on them and hands yeah (laughs) they uh (laughs) Uh, pipe cleaners like for hands (laughs) they did not believe in uh procreation so they did not last very long as a religion yeah um, oh, oh, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. So um, Sidney Carter was also um, kind of like a Hindu Christian, which is very interesting. Yeah. Because Lord, the term Lord of the Dance um, comes from the Shiva. Uh, there's actually a form of Shiva called the Lord of the Dance. It's called the Shiva Nataraja.
3: Yes, okay. so, if you, so, so Shiva yeah.
2: is kind of the main, the,
3: the, the high deity there's within three, Hinduism. Yeah,
2: there's three deities within Hinduism, but they're all kind of the same. It's a similar kind of idea. So a trinity. Like a trini- they kind of have a <laughs> trinity in a sense. That's funny. But it's different. Um, If you go into an Indian restaurant and you see like a statue of like um kind of either a girl or a guy that's kind of dancing, like surrounded by this circle right. kind of thing, that's the Shiva Nataraja. And that's the Lord of the Dance, and so the Shiva is like this goddess that, um, like, is always, um, always dancing, always rhythmic, right. always kind of picking up on the melody of the universe. Uh-huh. And so that's kind of the ideas that get put into the song. So, okay, as it, um, it kind of the Lord of the Dance is an interpretation of that on uh, the story of Jesus. So it talks about how. Um, it says I danced in the morning when the world be- was begun and I danced in the moon and the stars and the sun It's talking about like dancing right. during creation, which is something that you would also say about Shiva. Yeah, specifically the dancing part, you know, and it talks about like um, I danced for the scribe and the Pharisee, um, but they would not dance and they would not follow me. And that's what the, the Shiva is trying to do is trying to get everybody to join in. Because, like, the thing is, like, if you see Shiva and you realize uh, that she's a goddess, you'll, like, want to join in on the dance and then get in Uh, on this, like, melody of life thing. So this author is sort of, like, doing,
0: like, a parallel. Shiva and Jesus are, like,
2: doing the same thing. Yeah. And so with Hinduism, obviously, they have reincarnation. So a lot of people that are Hindus actually will believe that Jesus is a reincarnation of either the Shiva or the, um, the Brahmin Right. Like from Bagger Vance Bhagavad Uh from the Bhagavad. Ah, Bagger Vance. Yeah. (laughs) Love Bagger Vance. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a similar thing to that. So the idea is like, oh, I'm just this happy fellow and I'm going to get everybody to join in with this dance. It says. um, So then it gets kind of problematic when it says um, I danced on a Friday and the sky turned black. It's hard to dance with the devil on your back.
3: So 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 this yeah. th- this is the
2: crucifixion scene that is
3: being described yeah. here. But yes, the devil being on his back and holding them down as mm. as as if as if the devil actually has any power over yeah. Christ at all goes into the classic non-Christian but, perspective of yeah, dualism that's kind of, a weird one. of like of like good and <laughs> evil fighting against each other yeah. and who's going to win. There is no actual struggle. It's simply that God has allowed evil to exist. This isn't a struggle. Evil isn't trying to overcome God. It, oh, it doesn't Bob, stand a chance. Bob, Might be you, trying, but Bob. But you don't. Remember,
0: <laughs> you don't remember the forty <laughs> days and forty nights thing where. They don't just they don't write this in the Bible, but apparently what it was is that Jesus fell over and then the devil jumped on his back and was like, you better jump off a building. And he's like, no, it's like you better eat some bread. And he's say like, say, uncle, say,
1: uncle, do it, do it, <laughs> say, uncle, <laughs> yes.
3: worship me and you can have whatever you want. No, yes. get off of me. I mean, it was there was a struggle there, but the struggle was on the no, part of evil <laughs> trying to overcome yeah. good. There was yeah. no struggle for good overcoming. Mm. That's right. God has always been in control and has the power. Right. That's yes.
2: Right. Yeah. They buried my body, and they thought I'd gone, but I am the dance, and the dance goes on. So, gotcha. again, does yeah. that sound like the way that, like, a Christian would, like, proclaim the truth of the gospel? Probably not. Yeah, I would think that, you yeah. know, you'd want, if you're talking about the resurrection, yeah. you'd want to specifically say, like, no, you know, Jesus was raised to life. Like, yeah. you'd have much more strong... So I feel like this song isn't even necessarily a strong case for the resurrection, even. Yeah. Well, yeah. also, like, God, there's God, not really any scripture
0: yeah. where he dances in the like, yeah. as far as I remember. So,
3: so it is definitely in a creative interpretation of the scripture. But to their yeah. credit, they mention being born in Bethlehem. They do mention yeah, that's true. The struggle with the they Pharisees go a lot of the and Jesus yes, yes, and 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 the dying on the yeah. cross. Um, but you're right. There, there, there is a lot of uh, if, uh, it, there is a lot of interpretation that blends the minute. Hinduism perspective.
0: I think I know what's going on. I think he was dancing all the time, and that's yeah. why he had to have his feet cleaned so
1: much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, Mary's, tra- Mary's giving him he, the oil for his feet, and everybody's like, what are you doing? He's like, man, I've been dancing all day. Are you kidding get me? me? He did it
2: to drive the Baptist crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Now,
3: the author does even mention he was quite surprised the church
2: has been picked up on it at all. Yes. He was like, hmm. That's interesting. They put it in a hymnal. Well, the yes, spirit in the sky.
3: I was quite surprised. I did this. I, find, I thought most churches would find this to be a little pragmatic because of the fact that the little Hindu figure on his desk was there yeah, as he yeah. was writing yeah. it.
0: Well, like the spirit in the sky song that we talked about last episode was kind mm-hmm. of one of those we could have applied to this episode if we really wanted to. Because he's like, oh, I just kind of wrote this because I saw something on the TV. It was like a gospel channel, and then he goes. I'm not a sinner. I've never sinned. I got to have a friend like Jesus. Everybody's like, no. no.
1: <laughs>
0: He's like, what are you getting mad at me for? I just saw a gospel guy talking. I wrote a song. It took me 15 minutes.
2: <laughs> he hey, never wanted it to be. We can thing. write a song in 15 minutes. It's we can. possible. We can. No,
0: <laughs> they're not fully fleshed out like his, but yeah, they're good though. They're not bad. Um. So, so here's, uh, so here's how we wrap up on Lord of the Dance um the fact that he was a uh, such a appreciative person about uh, Jesus that maybe he wrote the song Is like saying something cool but at the same
3: time yeah. that does <laughs> that, that doesn't mean that it's going to it represents Exactly right. yeah. who Christ is and is worth Glorifying him well it's through. like
2: yeah And a- actively yeah. trying
3: to Glorify yeah. God through the song what God Can use anything he could even yeah. use uh, Some some of this stuff but It's a question is do we want this to be part of our Corporate worship where we're trying to actively Exalt who God yeah. is it's,
0: it's I like Corporate worship it's much better than yeah any other kind of worship
2: (laughs) if you're like that's the difficulty though with like um the hinduism point of view or i think like buddhist too for that any religion well religions where like everything is divine or whatever so like hindus you would be like did you know jesus is the son of god and they would probably be like yeah sure of course So are you, and so am I. (laughs) (laughs) This bread is the son of God.
0: (laughs) I'm I'm not even. I'm going to eat it, but it's still holy. (laughs) All right. So um, no, we're again not throwing shade on other religions or anything. The thing is that when you were talking about the Hindu thing about the um, ways it lines up with Christianity in some regard, uh, I've heard a good speech from a a Muslim who said the same thing about the uh, prophets. Yeah, the difference between Christianity and other religion though is that we don't believe he was just some holy man. He was the son right. of God. He yeah. was he was God yeah. on Earth that, and God yeah. in the
3: flesh among us.
2: And that's the thing. That's the issue to kind of bring forth in anything. Sure, but, you know. So, going back so to with the dance, with yeah. the
0: dance thing, you can say like, oh, he he had the devil on his back and he danced and like kind of broke free, and then he danced forever after that. And it's hmm. like, but you're not really talking about like the the uh, the solving of the problem of the sin of the yeah. world or any of that the s-
2: the son of God who was there from the beginning who loved us who conquered sin and death for us and made yeah. a way to the father right yeah, yeah. I, I, I I will like, say that I
3: often have issues talking about the crucifixion without talking about the resurrection
2: yes yeah that's yeah.
3: right
0: alright so last one and we'll wrap up I'll make this quick because I know we're running out of time uh, this is another one that I loathe so it'll be easy for me <laughs> to talk about it <laughs> oh my goodness call <laughs> Kings of Leon <laughs> oh I thought it was was kings of Leon. Leon. <laughs> Leon. I like to keep it very surface level because I don't like to give them any kind of depth at all. <laughs> they are the kings of Leon. And so. Uh... We're talking about you, somebody. Mm. So here's the thing. It's older. It's, it's, it's not been popular for a long time, but, um, uh, believe it or not, a lot of churches used to do this song Yeah, and not just for a springboard. They used to just do it because they yeah. thought that the words were loosely based on uh hit because... The The one who wrote the song, the lead singer, he, uh, in an interview, said, like, I don't know, it's it's probably about somebody or about God or something. Like, he, he said it could have been about a lot of different people. Yeah.
2: Well, I read one where it talked about how he was on the road a lot. Right. And so, and, and so right. he's missing his wife and his kid. And so he's like, ah, oh, man, I'm, like, depressed and stuff. I, I feel like I could just use somebody. I could use somebody yeah. around. I'm
0: lonely and yeah. stuff. Right. And so... Yeah. So the the thing about it is like the imagery used, which is why I'm so confused. I'm like, why would somebody make this a, um, a Christian song? Well, let's,
2: I, let's I've let's been roaming
0: around, always looking down at all I see. Painted faces yeah. fill the places I can't reach. Now, people right. interpret that painted faces as either like fake people or like prostitutes. I've
2: heard the controversy about maybe he's talking about a prostitute. Like.
0: Yeah. What it seems like most people have interpreted this as is like he needs a woman around Yeah. and his mm-hmm. wife's not around. And so he like
2: mm-hmm. questions whether or not he's like find another chick. I find those words that you just said, though, like I, I think um, I think those are maybe the most interesting lyrics in the song because it says, "I've yeah, painted faces fill the places I can't reach. So you end up with yeah. like if you try to apply this to Christianity, you end up with like a mm-hmm. weird Theological kind of controversy. That's a truth. Because you're like, God needs, God doesn't need to, to go through us to reach people, right? Like, right, it's not yeah. about us. Right. But then he's but, like, but he, he chooses but he is, to, but he yeah. doesn't
3: need us. Yeah.
2: So when it says, like, I can't reach, you know, are you trying to say that God can't reach this without you being used in this situation? Which leads yeah. to some serious pride issues. Yeah, there's some issues there. But then at the same time, God does say that it's urgent and wants you to go. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I
0: I understand what you're doing. You were yeah. you were picturing the words as sung by God to people, right? Yeah. yeah. So, well, I, well, I, so but, well, I feel but like people have interpreted both. Yes Both yeah. so that and as a person singing to God Well, I,
3: I, and More which, specifically I think what that's Zach's trying to do Is trying to figure out why what, In what possible way could a worship band Find this to be useful in worship I'm not sure what, 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 <laughs> Incorrectly or <laughs> yeah, not yeah. Why why would they even choose this And this is this one possible way In which yeah. they might my, see yeah, it
2: I guess my interpretation of it If I was going to try to interpret it As a Christian song would be It's from God's perspective Saying like oh, I'm looking for somebody I got to use Oh, okay, yeah. sure, right. Yeah. Well, that's fine. I but mean, it can definitely be the other way as well. Basically,
0: yeah. like right. So it's it's one of those things where again he, it's they've they've written a lot of other songs yeah. too, like Sex is on Fire and right. stuff. And so you kind of you start to question like, well, then what's the deal? But like Lady Antebellum kind of had like a turn towards Christianity. Justin Bieber. Uh, a lot of yeah, a sure. lot of secular artists have yeah. like started to feel like they want or, or Kanye West is a huge one right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know it's funny. I've thrown shade at Kanye West uh, like when we, when that first all happened. I don't know, kind of coming around. I, like, I love Kanye I kind of, new I'm album. kind of wondering if I, uh, yeah. if I actually awesome. if
2: I want to encourage him.
0: Like I, my words I want to are.
2: do uh, Chick-fil-A closed on Sunday oh at church gosh, no. when we come back. <laughs> oh
0: my but no, what, <laughs> oh I my mean is, what I mean is that originally I, my words are still the same. I said my words are that I hope that his faith is genuine mm-hmm. and yeah. stuff. Now I'm kind of thinking that it is. But anyway, so we'll go back to the we'll finish out here. Kings of Leon uh, taking a full circle. Why would you use it as a song? I I'm not really sure. It's vague yeah. enough that you could like make it sound like. It I was guess something. you could
2: either say I'm a Christian and I'm looking for somebody like God, yeah, someone like you, yes. yes. But the fact that you're saying I want to use somebody like we wouldn't typically say we want to use God like that. No, would be really we wouldn't. Weird.
0: Again, yeah. Again, you wouldn't. If, and then God, I could see could it could use as, like Ananias to like. Unblind Paul Mm -hmm. God wants to use somebody
2: We typically say that Like God wants to use me You know Sure God wants to use you So open yourself up But (laughs) Waging
3: wars to shape The poet and the beat I hope it's going to Make you you notice notice. I I hope it's going to Make you notice So that Once again That possible Viewpoint that maybe God's trying to crowd, Trying to make you notice That I'm here I'm sure that Notice someone like me Someone Which, But once again Someone like me Is like Notice anybody that's yeah. similar to me, but, so, yeah. but, but, the, but, but it's not me. And so therefore that doesn't make sense. Honestly, though, this,
2: this sounds like the, like the modern church. Yeah. Because it's like, Oh, God wants to use somebody, somebody like me to go. <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay. Okay. Oh, so, just to see anybody, anybody that's like me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so
0: uh, final summation on this, on this uh, episode, we'll say that, uh, please, uh, look up what the song's about. Um, yeah look at why it was written and then also make sure you talk to your congregation talk to your pastor and as a worship leader make sure you think about the implication Mm -hmm. of doing it as a song uh make sure you let them know like this is more to teach Mm -hmm. to be a a subject matter to begin that teaching process like i would almost say that like the losing my religion by rem song is a good is a good springboard if your whole thing is to tell people like this is this is kind of what happens to uh Christians who fall away from their faith or something. Mm. Then you could like take that into a message. But yeah. you have to say that first. You can't just let them sit because then they're or like could, uh, Oh life, <laughs>
2: yeah, it's bigger. You could read the scripture about how um, you know, narrow is the gate to heaven, but wide is the path that leads to destruction and sing Highway to Hell,
1: mm. obviously,
2: right?
0: Uh, for Whom the Bell Tolls by Metallica. Time well, marches be,
2: on. Well, that would be a good one for Ecclesiastes, where it talks about like yep. how all men die yeah. and your time's yeah. going to come. Anyway, so long the, the, story the, the, short. The, the, the,
3: po- the point is—, is I can find a I- scripture
2: for any song. <laughs> <laughs> the, the,
3: the point is, is that if we're going to use it for worship in the sense that congregation be singing along mm-hmm. praise to God— we didn't make sure that the songs are theologically sound.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if they're not, if they're, it's a springboard, just let the congregation know and tell them this yeah. is this is not a worship song. Just it's because God's it's even it
3: just because it's in your hymn though, doesn't right. always mean that it's theologically sound.
0: <laughs> yes, as we've seen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a good example well, of a song that yeah. I've I've enjoyed worshiping to. It's not exactly like a direct line to. You know, it doesn't say anything about crucifix or anything, but uh, Amy Grant's uh, Thy Word is a light into uh, my feet. Sure, oh, that's a yeah. classic right there. Uh, is a lamp into my feet, well, the light of my
2: path. That's scripture. Though. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. But that's a song from the 70s that was put into a yeah. hymnal that's actually a good song. Like a, yeah. like a song that you could worship to and say, yes, this is all about God's word, like guiding me. Yeah. It's, is this, a light yeah. lighting my path. Theologically sound. Absolutely. So we're not saying that modern stuff being brought into the church is bad. We're saying that if it's going to be, just make sure you look at what it's written
2: for, what it's written about and all that. Yeah. And I think, you know, time often is the arbiter of such things (laughs) as we've, you know, looked at like you, somebody, for example, I don't think in 2020, you'll hear that in a church, but in
0: 2112, you'll hear something in the water
2: and uh in YouTube's where the streets
0: have no name. Okay.
2: <laughs> and also we calling all planets of the Galactic Federation. Twenty-one twelve. That's right. <laughs> all right.
0: Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for uh uh tuning in again. Um we just uh hope that you're being safe. We hope that you're uh, uh you are still able to worship uh, and be involved in communities in whatever way you can. By the time you listen to this, hopefully There'll be stuff maybe open back up a little bit more and you all can maybe be meeting in smaller groups and worshiping uh, according, yeah, buddy. To, according to yeah. the the stuff that's coming out. Uh, I think Kentucky is saying that they are opening things back up now.
2: Yeah, so. and it's a church-by-church church basis, so every, every church leadership team is going to meet and pray about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and figure so, out what's going to be best for their congregation. Yeah. So I'm interested to see kind of where God takes us next. So just trying to be obedient. There you go. All right, guys. Love you. We'll talk to you next time. Yeah, buddy. Peace.